Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and it is Stew's Days, a very, very special Stew's Days because, Stu, you know this is coming. The Denver Nuggets are NBA champions. <laughs> Woohoo! Never thought I would see this in my lifetime, and uh, and here it is. It's uh, it's uh, it's a great feeling when the uh, when when well, what's what's our, your your Ted Lasso? It's it's the hope that kills you. Well, this time the hope uh, delivered a uh, an exciting evening in the Richardson household. So, uh, and I know the the Kedwells were uh, probably celebrating too. Uh, something like that, Dave. I was, you know, admittedly, it wasn't until this morning that I saw that the Denver Nuggets had won. I wasn't up waiting for it like you, but uh... it was, um, it was, it was pretty exciting. And I went down to Miami last Friday for Game Four, and uh, it would wow, what a what a great experience. Uh, it was uh, it was a lot of fun, and uh, they won that game, and uh, and the uh, the the Miami mascot got beaten up and. I did feel the Miami heat. It was uh, we had that 42 degree heat index the the, yeah. the day we were there, which, you know, I, I find uh, this this is it's, it's pretty interesting. I used to hate that uh, 42 degree heat index, but now that I'm old, I'm uh, I actually felt pretty good, <laughs> thinking maybe yeah. there's something to that heat. And and you had successful Canadians on a variety of fronts because the isn't the guard a Canadian? Oh. That's right, Jamal Murray. And you Canadian? had a Canadian win the Canadian Open. Canadian win the Canadian. It was just a great, it was just a great weekend, Stu. I mean, I don't know what else you can say. And, and the right. market keeps going up. So that, that, that's, that's, that's even better, right? Like it's just, it's just, it's never going to stop. We, we keep, we, we've been, we've been pretty cautious about everything, dollar cost average and all that. And then the market keeps going up. So is, should we be getting really excited that maybe the markets have turned some kind of corner or is this, um, this is one of those ones where we, we had our excitement this weekend, and we we had a good inflation number, which we can talk about today. But um, do, do do we want to be chasing this rally, Stu? Well, that's that's you know I can't you know an old you you like the old broker lines, but one of the old broker I can't stand the prosperity. You know I can't stand the prosperity. <laughs> so uh, you know long term optimist, but short term you know always trying to figure out uh, you know where we're at, and um, uh, you know so in the last week. Uh, we talked about this a little bit last week about how the market had been narrow, meaning that it was just a handful of stocks driving the index's return. It has broadened uh, in the last week, which was which is good. We'll see how that goes. Um, you know, we've talked in the past about you know some technical data, uh, support, resistance, moving averages, things like this. Uh, you know, often uh, when you get to certain levels on the chart, and we're not we're kind of right near that in the S and P, where you get to 43, 4400 which has been a major spot in the charts in the last uh, 24 months. You know, this is a this is a time to, you know, have that discussion around, uh, you know, is there gas in the tank to uh, take us to a new level? Or is this a this, uh, you know, something where, you know, maybe people will start to fade it. It's compounded a little bit because we have this uh, big option expiry. Uh, you know, we talked about how volatility was quite low last week. You have all these options that exist uh, on the market and what have you, and that expires this Friday, which can create you know more interim of volatility than uh, than uh, sometimes is the case, and often marks important highs and lows when people get positioned one way or the other. So this would be a, a triple witching stew. Triple witching. Yep. Uh, there you go, Dave. That, one Friday. Uh, yep. 
And uh, I'm just I'm just happy you're not asking me why they call it triple witching because uh, uh, I I don't know uh, three witches well, on a broomstick or something. I guess that's the uh, you, you have you have short term, mid term, and long term uh, futures expiring on the same Friday. Well, there there you go. Which only right. happens once a quarter. You get your four triple witchings. There right. we are. Learn something new every day. <laughs> the um. The, uh, yeah, so I mean, that can be a, that can be a volatile period, and especially when we get into these times when uh, you know you're into some resistance uh, in those charts. So um, you know, you mentioned inflation; uh, it was an improving inflation print this morning. Uh, there's always lots of things within the within the actual report that people can nitpick about in one direction or the other. And this one was no different. Uh, it had a surprise, you know, it was kind of in line on the headline basis, but it had, you know, used car prices were strong again. Other things were weak. There was, you know, buckets that you could look at it one way or the other. Um, interest rates went down, then they went back up. I don't think that's a big deal because you had the Federal Reserve tomorrow. You know, I think the debate that came out of, you know, has, is coming out of, of uh, all sorts of things on the economy is how long not that interest rates have to go much higher, but how long do they have to stay at these levels to, uh, you know, slow some of the pressures down? And you know, we've had inflation on a downtrend uh, for the better part of 12 months. But, you know, what will it take to get it right back down towards that two, two and a half percent level? Um, there was a U.S. Uh, a financial services conference and a lot of the banks were commenting on the consumer and still quite vibrant and lots of deposits left around. So, you know, the ability to withstand the slowdown is still quite high. Um, so lots of lots of cross currents in this in this picture. The economy is uh, slowing, but, you know, not bad. Uh, interest rates uh, peaking, but how fast will they come down? And these are the types of things that the stock market is you know, trying to figure out uh, on an ongoing basis. Uh, we did mention last week that the, the broader stock market had had followed a little bit more of like the recession path. It had kind of been flat this year, except for a few. So, you know, when we get into this environment and we get stocks, uh, you know, near resistance, it becomes a bit of a time where you really want to watch the characteristics of the market. Um, okay. You know, maybe there'll be a modest pullback. Maybe we'll we'll break out. Um, you know, those are things that um, that are hard to predict. But it's kind of like what happens when that happens. So, yes. you know, like a bit of a a bit of a pullback. But the average stock starts doing better, you know that would be a positive. Uh, you know, a breakout where the average stock is doing better, that would be a positive. Um, a breakout that just seems the same old leaders carry on would not be as not be as positive. Yeah, and 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 it'll it'll be interesting as you say as as we go through this week towards the end of the week. That's a that you mentioned triple witching a significant uh, a significant moment every quarter, and. and and, and people who are in the markets are positioning themselves, um, you know, for the next the next few months, the remainder of the year um, and, and into 2024. Um, you, 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 you've seen this broadening out and you saw some real strength this morning in markets after that inflation report, but you've got the Fed tomorrow, as you say, from a technical perspective. And I encourage listeners to go, uh, Stu did a really fantastic primer on um, on on the, how to think of the market from a technical basis. Uh, about uh, about two years ago, I'll try and get the uh, our crack staff to, uh, to, to, to get that into the descriptor for, for this episode, so you can link back and listen to why 
um, um, technical analysis or analyzing charts of stocks and the movements and where they go, different moving averages are significant when you're thinking about where the market sits. But but it all adds up to a lot of uncertainty and, and at least kind of looks like one you still want to be, be cautious about. And it, it's, it's hard when you see the market rally like this, you have that fear of missing out. But, you know, you get to these levels, sometimes it, it's better to just stay the course on, the, on what we've been talking about, just kind of easing your way in, because there's still a lot of things in the economy that need to work themselves out before we really know where we're going to be um, for, for the, you know, the next two or three years. Yeah, and, and you know, un, it's unlikely that markets won't be volatile uh, in, in the future. So, um, you know, anytime, you know, like long term, you always think about earnings growth in the short term, when price changes and the earnings outlook hasn't really changed, then you're just kind of shrinking your potential future return. And when stock prices go down, you're adding to it. So, you know, we've had a very strong stock market, uh, you know, kind of getting us back to where we were last fall. Uh, it hasn't been as strong for the average stock. Uh, you know, the average stock, like, you know, you can find interesting ones. Uh, you know, there's always a bull market somewhere, uh, yes. you know, so, you know, there are lots of things to be done in the portfolio, things that we find interesting that we think we're going to make good money on. But from a headline basis, it's it's probably a bit more of a time to to uh, reflect rather than, uh, you know, kind of jump in with both feet at this juncture. Yeah. And and, and are, are you, you know, are, 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 are any of these numbers around inflation? I, I think you kind of covered it, but it, just just a little more direct are you are you more positive when you see the 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 inflation numbers come out today or is is this doesn't really tell you anything because it says inflation is coming down but as you suggest what's more important is how quickly it's going to come down because that tells you how long rates are going to stay elevated and 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 we don't get a lot out of today's inflation report in terms of how long it's going to take to get back down to the level that we don't know where they really want to get it, right? Which is the the other thing you said: is, are we are they going to be happy at three percent? Are they going to be happy only when we get back down to two percent inflation? Yeah, I think that's that's a good question. Like there, you know, some people have like what they call like the sticky inflation bucket, and uh, you know, when they peel through the numbers today, they say that looks pretty good, so that's a positive. Uh, other yeah. people look at you know some of the services component and maybe what's driven by wages, and that was not you know quite as good. So. Um, you know, there's two sides of the story. Uh, you know, I do think, I do think, you know, wages have kind of built up in the system and you, you've had contracts signed where you have a little bit of a catch up, but you have, you know, some wages still to come in the future. You know, that kind of obfuscates things a little bit in the short term. I do think inflation's in the process of coming down. Um, I, I do think that last hundred basis points might be a little bit harder than, than, uh, than some think. So, you know, I'm not really in the camp that rates need to go a lot higher. It's just the the speed with which the short term ones, if we don't have if we don't have a, a slowdown, then there's the ingredients for the Fed to keep them at higher levels. And if we do have a slowdown that requires rates to come down, then that's probably bad for earnings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're just sort of at and as you say, um, you look at the market technically, and this has just been a really troublesome level to get through because it's hard to it's hard to balance out all the uncertainties and come to a scenario where the market 
should be higher, where you've got earnings and multiples that can go higher when you're still uncertain about interest rates and earnings around a potential recession. So this kind of this this you know between that 4,000 and 4,400 on the S and P's just seems to be that that range where things kind of balance out, and when things get optimistic, we get up to 4,400. When things are more pessimistic, we're down in the 4,000 range. That's right. The long, the higher the price you pay, the longer your time horizon needs to be. And, um, and, you know, so, you know, kind of, you know, buying stocks for the long term here is not a bad idea, but you can't change your mind if something wobbles in the near term uh, around that. So, um, you know, that's just, uh, you know, like as an investor, you're always lo- looking to, you know, when you make your biggest commitment to stocks is when you have a lot of negativity on the table. And the disappearance of that negativity gives you extra return. Um, you know, we've had a little bit of that in the past. Uh, you know, sentiment has been poor. It's improved. Uh, the economy hasn't slowed as of yet quite the way people have thought. But today, where we sit today, uh, you know, you, you know, the long term is one thing. But in the very short term, like the balance, the uh, teeter-totter is more balanced. Yeah, and and we'll get uh, we'll get our economist Eric Lascelles on uh, later this week or next, and and he's turned a little more negative on the uh, on the economy, and that'll be an, an interesting discussion to have with him. So Stu, uh, thanks again for uh, for catching up, and uh, this will be my last uh, Nuggets update, obviously. So you'll be a little uh, I I know that's uh, that's been a little bit a uh, little bit too much to handle at the start of every podcast. So I'll, I'll stop now. Well. Dave, I, I learned I learned some nuggets of gold about triple witching today. Oh, so, there you go. <laughs> I hope I was right, by the way. <laughs> That'll be the first thing I've ever taught you, Stu. I only learn off you. I'm pretty sure it's bang on. So thanks very much, Dave. All righty. Uh, Stu, thank you. Great Stu's days. See everybody next week. This recording has been provided by RBC Global Asset Management, Inc., for informational purposes only, and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. You should consult your own legal, accounting, tax, investment, or financial planning advisors before engaging in any transactions.